When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. So excited you decided to join us today. Um, Before we jump in and um, talk about uh, the topic today, I'll get it out. Um, I'm not I'm leaving that in. Uh, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shoe machine on the market, bar none. Uh, They are awesome. They rock. Uh, Mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. We have a, a special quote unquote special going on right now where we're giving quarterly memberships. We're super excited about that. People seem excited about it. Um, and then that maybe, maybe come in and join for three months and take a couple months off. I personally would never leave teachhoops.com, but you have that option and uh, it's great. So go over and check it out. Teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Let's head off to the podcast. Cause basketball is kind of secondary in high school. Not every kid is going to go play college basketball. Right. I mean, the, 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 I mean, I, I have one out of 15 kids go. You right. Know, and I might have two out of 15. But, like, next year, I probably only got one that's going to go out of that whole thing. So, like, do I cater to the kid that's going? Yes. But, like, also, like – Right. It's like running you know, a class, though. It's like you don't forget yeah. about the, the kid that's going to Harvard, but you also yeah. got to worry about the kid that, like, is trying to graduate high school. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's so, like you got to <laughs> – And so my philosophy is more so it's, – it's more not really just basketball. It's, it's more so life. And so, um, but from a basketball standpoint, my philosophy is like, I, I want to be able to, to free my kids' minds. Right. Um, be, I want them to be free thinkers. Uh, I want them to be creative. You know, and when you're dealing with smart kids, I mean, kids are very smart if you allow them to be smart. I don't, I don't want to. Well, and you also have to hold them to, you also have to hold them to that high standard. Like, you know, do you, I always say, do you not want, do you want me to hold you to a high standard or not? Like, yeah. that's fine. If like, if you don't want me to, to ex- have expectations for you, tell me that, but I'm going to hold you to a high standard. 
about like being on time and treating people nice. I mean, I, that's just what I'm going to do. And if you don't, then we have to have a discussion, but. Um, and, and I coach every kid differently. Right. Um, like you can't I, coach every kid the same. No. You can't like one, like this year is going to be a little bit different. Cause I got a little bit more, you know, soft, mellower freshman coming in. So like my demeanor and practice is going to be a little bit different because they're, they're a little bit on the softer side. Right. Um, and that don't they're make pu- they're puppies, man. You can't, yeah, yeah, you, can't, I mean, you don't treat a puppy the same way you treat a seven year old dog. They're different. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I know some kids on my team, like my leading scorer coming back, he, he's, 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 he's a really good player, really good shooter. Right. But he doesn't handle pressure very well. So like, I'm not going to go into practice and tell him, Hey, I need you to score 35 points today or we're not going to have a chance to win. Right. Because if I give him that, he's going to be zero and he's going to be over 30 and he's going to have a very bad game. And then I may not get him back for a while. Right. Like I may not get that, that confidence back. Right. So, so every kid is different. Like my black point guard from last year, he's, I think he's going to be real. I mean, for this upcoming year, he was my sixth man last year, my backup. I think he'll be really good. Right. Uh, for, so from a point guard standpoint, like I think, I think I'll be able to do a lot of stuff because he's really good, but I got to coach every kid differently. And yeah. so, and, and my, my philosophy is still kind of, you know, evolving uh, right now. Uh, uh, but th- those are kind of my cores. Like I, I really want to be able to, to coach kids to be um, their own individual. Uh, if that, that makes any sense. Right. No, I, I get it. I think that's, I mean, I, that, I mean, yeah, that, that's the, we're all teachers at the end, to be honest with you. We're not like necessarily. Um, what do you think the hardest thing to teach it? Who and what kind of and what context? Whatever context you want. I mean, <laughs> in life or in basketball. I mean, what do you? Th- I'm asking what's hard. I mean, there's things that I could talk about in my classroom that are hard to teach, but basketball-wise, what's the hardest thing to teach? I think confidence. It's it's really. I mean. You look at some of these NBA players, and, and, and a lot of our kids watch NBA, and I try, to, I try to tell my kids to steer away from that, and even though I think college basketball is kind of in a really weird situation right now because the talent level isn't as good, and, and you're seeing what, – which I think will, will help if some of the better basketball players, the one that are ready, like they don't do the one and done, they kind of just go to the G League and kind of migrate from there. Because um, I, I, I think if they do that, you, you'll see more kids going, you know, two to three, four years, and you'll see a lot more investment. And you'll see a better product, even though you won't have a star power. But every, I mean, th- there could be a Buddy Hield in every class. Right. So I try to get I try to get my kids to watch a little bit more college. Yeah. Um, because it's a little bit more teachable to what we do in high school. Right. Um, yeah. The. <laughs> <laughs> you need a move and a counter move in high school. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need what you're watching on YouTube. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> you need a move and a counter move. My best point guard ever, great kid, about 5'9, five, 5'10, five, had a move and a counter move and was unstoppable. That's all he needed. Like, you, yeah. you, you don't need tw- you don't need the stuff you're seeing on YouTube. You don't need the stuff all the trainers are showing. You need a move and a counter move in high school. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, kind of on your on your thing, like doing my skill training, I, I really like most of my most of my stuff is coming off of rips and one drill pull up mm-hmm. or one one drill between the legs, something like that. I know like, my, I have a whole theory that the mid range jumper is like this thing that's been lost and someone's going to eventually find it because there's openings in the mid range. Oh, yeah. My, like, my my leading score last year shot 60 percent from mid range. He got most of his shots at the rim. In mid-range, and it opened up everything else for everybody else. 
if you can shoot a 12-footer like wow. it's a layup, maybe not quite a layup, but shoot it in a 50-60% range, yes. oh, my God, it's you're going to get an open shot. Yeah, I, I had a coach last year tell me, and we lost the game, but he said I was as hard as game plan because my, my kids – Shot at all three levels really well, and and I, I mean, and we're we're attacking the basket a lot more than what you may think, you know. And we got in trouble in our last game of the year last year because we went up against six eleven kids. So like all of our drives were kind of negated. Because well, that's what they got. You got to you got to work on that on the runner and the floater, man. Yeah, the, and the Steve Nash that, stuff. Yeah. yeah, and and that's what the with the IQ of my basketball kids. Sometimes they were like, I I, I want to challenge this guy because I feel like I could go get it. I'm like, no, like he has blocked a shot five times already. Like do something a little bit different, <laughs> right? And you're you not know? going to the free throw line, so it's not yeah. it's not beneficial to get in there because he's blocking well, he was, you. They're, before, they're yeah. not calling fouls, and I'm like, well, because he's six eleven. Like, do you, I mean, you got to you got to go a literally attack his body in order to get a foul. Because if you're just up there flinging it up there and hoping it goes in, right? You're not going to give a call. So, um, and but that falls back on the confidence thing because confidently all year, I mean, we had played a couple bigger kids too. So like, he wasn't the first big kid that we saw. But confidently, all year, we had been able to get there. During that game, I mean, we we scored 60 points in the game. Now, granted, we gave him 96 because literally we could not stop the, the big kid. Right. Um, but, I mean, we, we you almost have to You almost have to try to turn them over before they get at the half court. And they, and they have a they have a D1 point guard and a D, and a D1 uh, post player. So, like, you're, you're in trouble. We were already from a deficit. And, and the crazy thing about it, we shot 55% from three that game. Right, we were fifteen for twenty nine. Right, so like it wasn't like we weren't like scoring and wouldn't shooting, but like our field goal percentage from two was like thirty four percent. Right, so I was like, if you could have made some floaters or did some things, yeah, you almost needed to slow the game down against yeah. a team like that. Well, yeah. we we, we tried everything. Trust <laughs> me, like, if you came and watched me, I would sit like this. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. So those are list. Those are listening right now on the podcast. Coach put it both hands on the side of his face and just kind of. Oh my god! Whenever you see a coach do that, because I've done that. I've done that at the state tournament. I've done that like in the state finals. Just sat yeah. there, gone like, oh my god! There's nothing I can do. To put in context, <laughs> so we lost ninety six to sixty in this game, and this kid, this this big kid, he actually just got an offer from SMU. Um, I mean, and, and I'm dealing with NEI guards, you know, and, and, and NEI is a great level. I played NEI, like, it's it's fantastic, but there's still a, a stark difference between NEI. Yeah, I hear they're going one – I hear they're going to one division. Yeah, they are. They are, which I think is huge. I think, it, it, I think it brings them to about over, like, well over 200 schools. So, um, I, I think it would be good for, for everybody just to go one division. Um, yeah. NEI is not real big in Wisconsin. Yeah. No, we have like a hundred schools in NAI here in the state of Oklahoma. Really? Yeah. I mean, and even and even the ones that moved up to D two used to be NAI. Okay. So uh, we 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 have a lot of like, which Oklahoma City University, which they used to be really big back in the day. They were D one at one point in time. They're they're still NAI. Oklahoma Christian University is D two. They used to be NAI. OBU. Oklahoma Baptist. University. I just worry about. I was talking to a coach the other day, and I just worry about the big boy coming and eating them like uh, yeah it, it may it may happen eventually uh with, with the current climate i know that that's that's a bigger issue is like can they sustain like yeah and some schools can and but but the know, ncaa has a lot of money and yeah you know <laughs> i think eventually you're going to have i mean it's, only the strong's going to survive really i know 
over time. I know. It's, it's um, not necessarily the good thing, but. <laughs> yeah. But it, it put in the context, 90, we lost 96 to 60. This kid that he just got offered at SMU, um, 30, 30, 30 points, 22 rebounds, nine blocks. So, like, you take that kid out of the equation, we're right there, <laughs> you know. But he's 6'11". You to lock him in the bus before he gets off the bus. Yeah. He's 6'11". We call this guy was 6'3", and we, we were about a, a 160-something width. So, like, we had no choice. Like, we had no chance. Like, he he just – like, our kids came out, and we, we started out really good. I think we were 6-2, and then he got his first block. He sent this kid's shot to the moon, and that, that changed the whole game right there. I think they went on, like, a 25-2 run after that, and we, we just kind of scratched and clawed and got it down to about – 15 right before halftime and then we, we just can never recover after that <laughs> right but yeah fourth quarter or third quarter when they went on another run i literally sat there and i, I was just like oh <laughs> I was what do i do <laughs> do you have um do you have a coaching moment that we could dive into that would be beneficial for a coach listening like a failure a success a aha moment anything like that that we could dive into um i i, I would probably say a decision Okay. Um, I, I, I really think that whenever I was at OU and I'm going through, you know, what to leave, what to go, you know, whether to, to break out. And, like, there were, there were opportunities for me at OU to kind of stay and kind of learn some more. Um, uh, what I would say is if you get an opportunity to learn from some of the best, I mean, uh, granted, I, I've been blessed to be able to work or be around Dan Hayes, which is the state of Oklahoma's all-time leading school, like wins and coaching. Right. And and he's worked with Jim Beheim and USA basketball. And and so the, the plethora of knowledge that you can learn from a guy like that. And then you got Lon Kruger, Coach Kruger, and he, you know, his demeanor and how he carries himself on and off the floor. Like you, you will never hear anybody say any one bad word about Coach Kruger now he runs this program. Right. I, I don't believe as a GA, I tapped into those resources enough. I'm uh, telling you, that's a life lesson. I t- my my son's gonna go. He's taking a gap year. He's not gonna go to school this year. He's gonna go. He's gonna take a year off because mm-hmm. of the world's coming to an end. Um, but he's gonna go next year. He's gonna take a gap year. Anyway, I tell him. I said, when you go to college. And I told him this in high school. You have to tap the people that know more than you. Like, you're young. People want to help young people. Like, yep. if you ask questions, they will help. Like, if, you know, it, when young coaches email me, I respond. Because I yep. want to help them. Like, I'm an old dog, but I'll help you. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I respond. It's like, it's the same in school. It's the same in college. It's the same when you're taking a new job. Yep. It's the same when you're a GA. If you would have gone in and asked coach and he wasn't busy, he would have helped you. He would have oh, yeah. sat down and talked X's and O's with you because that's what he loves. Yeah. And, and I did that, but right. like enough. You know, you you, you, you got to push the envelope. Yes. Yeah. And you got and you got to know that. Uh, and, and, and that's why I go to a lot of practices now. Like, I mean, I, I tried, I mean, before, like before the pandemic hit, like last summer, I, I spent a lot of time learning Frank Hayes. Right because he's here at TU and I've gotten to know a lot of their staff and stuff like that. But I used to go to a practice two days a week. Right. You know, and I would try to, you know, obviously I wouldn't necessarily like be all up in their business because they're trying to, you know, get stuff done. But 
tapping into those resources. And, and I, don't, I don't think I did that enough at OU. And, and then even just with Coach Kruger, I mean, Steve Hinton, who's now a head coach at UTSA. Uh, Lou Hill, who was at UT, uh, University of Texas, Rio Grande Valley. Right. Um, you know, down there in Texas. And, you know, and, and Chris Crutchfield, who was at Arkansas, now at co- head coach at D2 East Central. So, like, I have a plethora of, of amazing coaches that were around me, and I don't think I quite did that enough. I think sometimes when you're young, you think you know more than you know. Yeah, and, and I, was, I was young and dumb and naive. No, I mean, I'm dead serious. It's like I've been coaching 30 years. I've won so many games. Yeah. And I think I know less than I did in my 20s. Swear to yeah. God. Like, it's like, because now I'm smart enough to know that I don't know everything. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, and as a GA, you kind of get caught up, like, I need to do this and this and this. I, I want to be down there helping out the player. Like, yeah, that that's great and all, but like you have you have literally five final four or you know, two final four worth of knowledge sitting right in the office. Right. And I, I I was one of the I was one of his, you know, more trustworthy people. I mean, I, I used to bet, I used to house sit for him right all the time when he was going from these long trips. Yeah. Like I was there. So like I was about as in as I could be in. Right. Still, I didn't. If you're house sitting with somebody and they come home, you go, "Hey, coach, man, can we sit and talk hoops for ten minutes?" Shoot, you just watch my house and it didn't burn down. I'll talk hoops with you. What are you talking about? It cost me anything. And I didn't do that enough. I I did it some, but I didn't do it enough because I I feel like right now, I'm learning things that I should have already learned. Yeah, like how to run a program, how to like, and and I've been running it really well, but like. There are, there are things that I'm, I can do with my program that a lot of other programs. Well, and this is what I tell people. I said, you got to find a couple mentors. You yeah. got to find, I don't care where they are, and they got to be the guy you can call at 2 a.m. They got to be the gal you can call at a, on a Saturday afternoon after a walk and you're freaking out because you don't know what you're doing. It's, it's, everybody should have mentors, and you should have, and my theory is you should have different mentors. Mm-hmm. Like you should have, and, and this is talking about bird walking, but you should have like, I have, a, I have a financial mentor. Like I go to my brother when I have finance questions because he's got a Harvard MBA and he's really smart and I trust him. But he's my financial guy. I mean, he loves me and all that kind of stuff, but he's my financial one. I have a basketball one. I have a spiritual one. I, you, you need multiple ones at multiple levels. And sometimes they overlap. Um, which is great when they overlap. Um, he thinks he knows more basketball than me, and he doesn't. But uh, <laughs> so he would think he's in the basketball one, but he's really not. Um, I'm not calling him for basketball tips. Uh, <laughs> I'm calling for financial tips. But yeah. no, but I mean, I think that's important. And I think when when coaches are young, you, you, you don't get narrow, but find mentors. I mean, it's a life thing. I think it's really a life thing. Um, yeah. Make you a better human being, but I, I'm I, yeah. trying to re. I'm trying to re-tap into that too, you know. Um, and I mean, we had, we had a we had a call last night. Um, Carlin Hartman, who was assistant coach at OU, and um, we we had a um, with Coach Wills from um, Rice, right? Um, and we had a call, and it, it was more so focused on you know being a, a black coach, which there's not a lot of us out there, especially at the top level. But like how to how to conduct yourself, how to alleviate this. And he said he was like, you can call me anytime. Like he gave us his number and all that. He was like, I'm I can't mentor everybody, but I can 
I could try my best to give you some advice. Right. Or, or direct. So what I have found too, is then I can direct you. If I can't do it, I will direct you to someone else that can. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that, that's, that's pretty much what he told us. So, I, I mean, I, I take some of these calls when it's more personalized. I take them. I take out everybody's number, and I, I sent out a, a text earlier today because I'm I'm trying to tap in because really, truthfully, in, in the college game, no matter if you're D1, D2, D3, NAI, it's about who you know. If it's you all know, about right? who you know. And it's yeah. also about talking about, like, the whole Black Lives Matter and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Life changes by one person. One person yeah. can change the world, mm-hmm. whether you agree that or not. Like yeah. if you can affect, it's a math teacher me, if I can influence in a positive way, five people, and then yeah. those people can influence five people. That's the thing. You know, you look at back at history, you look at Gandhi, you look at Martin Luther, you look at people that have made influences. It's one person now yeah. and people around them. So it's like, that's where I think, you know, yeah. And, and, and kind of bird walking with that tune and we'll get back on the subject. Yeah, that's all right. No, it's all right. <laughs> but even then, like I, I, I posted something on Facebook the other day um, and it, I, I was, I was driving through Tulsa and it was hot. It was about 103, 104 degrees. Yeah, that's an average day. That's an average day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I drove by and there was a, there was a police officer helping out a young black family. It was a mother and a son. I think she may have been a single mother. Right. I changing the tire. And I, I had, posted that about it and I got some backlash from it like that's the job that's the police officer's job yada 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 I was like well it may have been but in today's climate like, right you have to do that right like and it's hot like I, I drove by I drove by that woman going 90 like right. I was like I'm not stopping I gotta get from point A to air conditioning right <laughs> you know yeah. the whole thing I had on my mind Right. You know, and it turned into something a little bit negative and I was like, no, like what about that one police officer changed the outlook of that one African American lady and her right. son out outlook about how that police officer viewed. Right. And, well, I, was, and I think and I talk about bird walking. We can we'll we'll definitely have bird walk on this because I think it's important. Um yeah. anyway, so you know, probably half of my team are 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 black, maybe a little bit more, and we travel all around the country. We see racism all over, and oh, I'm a, and I tell my boys. I mean, when I talk to them, I say I'm a white male. Trust me, I understand white privilege. I'm a relatively bright person. I know what's going on, but I also see when it happens. And you know what? You know, let's be let's be real about what's happening here. You know, you're being treated different. Here's why. So, mm-hmm. what can our counter be to that? Yeah. But I, but for me to have a discussion with them, I got to call it out and say, hey, this is. I don't know what it's like. I mean, I don't have those discussions with my son about when you're pulled over. I don't, I haven't, yeah. I'm white privileged. I mean, I, I realize that. Um, so I said, but you don't live in that world. And I don't, I can't really, I mean, I can, I can read about it. I can do that, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. But let me help you tell like, you know, you know, and then they, then they'll start talking and then I stop talking. That's the best part. Cause they'll like, yeah, I remember when this, it's like, okay, well, what could you have done there? And what could you have done here? And why do you think that happened? And Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, how could you, what could you have done afterwards and those kind of things. And that's where, you know, I can, I can do my small, like minuscule, minuscule part. Um, yeah to make the world a better place. You know, that's, it's so hard. It's so hard. And it was, it was so hard for me to deal with that. Cause I was like, I'm trying to give something positive. We right. live in a negative society. Even when we're <laughs> talking about, you know, race issues and you're talking about COVID-19, no, everybody wants to look at the negative, 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 like, like right. look at the positive, like right. sometimes like, you know, uh, cause we're going to live in a negative cycle. I'm like, this, I mean, when I talk about the virus or I talk about racism, like it's been around for, for years, like right. I think the first, you know, time. And so I was just like, if I could do my part to express positivity, maybe somebody else could get something out of it. Right. As the native so, Americans in the 1600s, yeah. when we oh, yeah. took all of their land, like, yeah. I mean, it's been going on for a long time, people. Which in Oklahoma, we gave some of that land back. Did you? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They 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 had a ruling where half of which includes Tulsa area, it's a, it's all Native Native American land. Okay. So like pretty much half of his Native American land, and the other half is Oklahoma at the at the okay. moment. Well, it's all Native American land, people. Yeah, it is. Break it, it, it is. to you because we. No. <laughs> I mean, we we literally got my university really got. I mean, that boomer sooner. That's literally you know land run. You know, so, right. So I mean, we we're a living, you know, testament of 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 that time period. Of that but, time period. Oh, I yeah. know. All right. Well, I don't know. We're, I mean, again, we're not going to solve the problems of the world. But no. <laughs> uh, here's what I'm going to say, and I don't get political on these. Vote. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I was talking to one of my friends. Vote. There's two ways you vote. You vote actually walking into a booth and pulling something. You also vote with your pocketbook. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a reason the Washington Redskins are changing their name. Oh, yeah. And they're changing it because of ching, 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 ching. Yeah. So yeah. I think a lot of what can change in the world can be changed with pocketbooks, too. Oh, yeah. if, you, if you stop shopping at places, they I mean, you look at even with COVID, you can even look at COVID-19. I mean, they're like, yeah, you got, you got a mass amount of cases everywhere. Right. Like, you look at some of these places that have been reported to not, you know, report correctly. Right. It's a money thing too. Oh, you know, so that, that's where money falls thing. In, that's where it falls into like you don't like the the virus is really not political, but then but you have aspects of it that can turn into that. So it all turns back <laughs> into well, it's a there's a life lesson for you. I do life lessons yeah. with my students every day. Uh-huh. I always tell them follow the money. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> every time talking about college <laughs> athletics. Yeah. <laughs> follow the money. Yeah. A lot, I mean, the, Which, the Civil War was based on racism and money. Yeah. It was based on we need labor. It was like, oh, my God, people, follow the money. Yeah. And that's how you change people's perspective. But anyway, all right. That, that, we might we – might, this is probably top five for bird walking, but that's good, Coach. I don't care. There you go. It's, hey, it's I can no, bird walk with the best of them. Uh, so can I. All right. We're going we're gonna to end with rapid fire. So rapid fire is me just asking a question and you giving me a quick, quick answer. What's your favorite basketball that you play with, the round ball? What's your favorite ball? Uh, probably, probably Nike. Nike. Okay. Why Nike? I haven't had a lot of Nike answers. I like, I like the grip a little bit. Okay. Like, 
I mean, and I, I would say I would say the Evo, the new Evo ball, but those things hurt my eyes, even though I like to feel. <laughs> that one's that one's becoming more popular. I can tell you that. One word to describe your ideal player. Um, high Q. Okay. Uh, one uh, sporting event in the world you could go to, what would it be and why? Uh, world Cup. Uh, world Cup more so just the, the atmosphere. I like the fan atmosphere. It's crazy. Yeah. I've told this story, but my brother and I were in, in it would have been uh, 90, 1990, and we were in Italy, and the World Cup was in Italy. We had to literally avoid cities. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. there was one place we were eating. They brought, it was like some little Italian restaurant. I don't know if my brother remembers this. I'll have to ask him. But they brought us our food, and then we didn't see anybody for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Because the game was going on. Italy yeah. was playing. It was like, here's your food. Don't talk to us. Like, I went to a Real Madrid game, and it was huh? like I went to a Real Madrid game. Oh. Uh, I think like early mid well, mid two thousands. It was kind of um, right there in like two thousand six, whenever I graduated high school, and I went there, and it was it was just like that. But it was just, it wasn't a World Cup, but it was it was Real Madrid. I think it was a, a UEFA a Champions League, and yeah, it was it was crazy. I know I've got two coaches on my staff that love soccer. I tease them about it all the time. It's like. Whatever. My sister coaches a soccer coach, so he, yeah. he talks about soccer all the time. I know. Uh, your favorite pregame meal? Uh, spaghetti. Okay. Uh, one thing you do to relax? Uh, play video games. Ooh. What do you play? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm more of a sports guy. Uh, so, okay. like, hey, Madden, FIFA. Um, uh, no Call of Duty, no Fortnite? Uh, no, I, I try to stay away from violence. Okay. <laughs> Too much. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I will with my brother-in-law because he plays Call of Duty, so I, I will jump on the sticks every now and then. And, For, and, Fortnite seems to be a big one too right now. Yeah. Um, one coaching technique you think is important? Uh, teaching. Okay. Yep, I think people forget that all the time. We're teachers first. Uh, best basketball player you have seen in person? Ooh, man. Like, could I kind of seen and then played against? Can I give you two? Sure, sure. Um, best player player I've, I've seen, probably Rodney Clark. Okay. Uh, he played for Arkansas, and um, uh, he, he finished up at Butler. But he, he was the all-time leading scorer in Oklahoma. Well, one of them. He averaged like 39 points a game. He was, he was fantastic. Uh, played against um, – in the AU tournament, playing against uh, Seth Curry. He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, averaged like 28 points a game at Liberty his first year. Uh, he he dotted our eye for like 50 in the AAU game. <laughs> he's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I knew about his brother. I was his like, master no class is really good if you've watched his master yeah. class. It's good. Um, oh, I'm talking about Seth, not Steph. Seth. His oh, brother. you're talking about Seth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Steph. Well, they're both no, really no. good. And, and Steph, is, Steph is really good, too. But, like, as far as, like, just playing against somebody, we play, we play against uh, Seth in the AAU tournament down there in Georgia. Where's he playing now? Where's Seth? Uh, I think he's in Dallas with the Mavs. Uh, I think he is, too. I think you're right. Yeah. Came from a pretty good lineage. Yeah, you got good genes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so I don't I, care. What I, people go, oh, he came from nowhere. I go, what are you talking about? He came, when they were talking about Steph, I go, he didn't come from nowhere. What are you yeah. talking about? His dad was an unbelievably great player. Oh, yeah. He had more training than probably any human being ever. Oh. 
Way it's not more. like he was sitting in a playground in the Bronx with a ball and just him. What are you talking yeah. about? Like, yeah. He, <laughs> well, and, and if you want to get real technical, I mean, Oklahoma is very underrated when it comes to basketball. I mean, we've had Blake Griffin. Hey, forty percent of the starting are the starters from the Philadelphia 76ers are, are from the state of Oklahoma. Shake Milton and Josh Richardson. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, we, we've got a very, very, very underrated culture of basketball. I mean, you got Trey Young, like Griffin. So that's four Oklahomans right there. You right. Know, that, are, that, are, that are in the league. And, yeah, it's like Wisconsin's got like four. I mean, it's like states like us shouldn't have it. It's like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're a football state by trading baseball more. I mean, we have more baseball. Oh, I'm sure you have more baseball. We're definitely football. Yeah. We, you know. Um, yeah, but football and basketball. I mean, football and, and basketball is kind of coming up there with with the thunder um it's, it's it's really rising so um well we have the best play wisconsin has the best player in the in the world right now in my opinion oh yeah yeah i think Giannis oh, is like if you're building a basketball player you build Giannis. now now if he could ever shoot well that's the problem yeah. hopefully he's been he, the problem is he had a baby i don't i hopefully he yes if he if he works on that pack part of his game it's over because because if he if he if he develops that He'll, he'll be way better than LeBron probably has ever been. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that LeBron James added to his game was a jump shot. So, like, I know. So, that's what he's got to work in. I, I, I've told people that we should literally give him the state of Wisconsin, not the league. Like, <laughs> well, because <laughs> here's the if, title. If you, look, if you look back at whenever uh, uh, LeBron lost both the finals to the Spurs and to the Mavs, they, they, they play zone and they backed off of him. Yep, I know. Now, I know. the second time, whenever they played him after they beat us in Oklahoma City, the, when they played the San Antonio Spurs in 2014, I mean 2013 before they got their before they got the door blown off of them in 2014. Right. Uh, Greg Popovich tried to do the same thing, and he couldn't. So yeah. I, think, I think if, if Giannis is going to make that jump, he's got to be able to shoot because in the playoffs, all they're going to do is sag off of him. Right, yeah. And then he would, then he doesn't have the angles to get it to the guys in the corner, yeah. like Wes yeah. and stuff. I know it's it's um, but everything else he is fantastic. I love I love watching him. I mean, he, he literally, if you're like on like uh like a video game and you're building yeah. a basketball player, you build the honest. Like if he could add if he can add a jump shot, he'll be the perfect blend between LeBron James and KD, and that'd be the perfect basketball player. And and Kobe <laughs> a little bit, yeah, I agree. A little bit of Kobe, yeah, yeah, a little bit of Kobe. Um, he, got, he got some back to back um moves as well yeah well and i think they could win it this year oh yeah i think, I think they could with this whole like we'll see wesley's hair you should see, type in wesley matthews look at his hair right now because one of my one of his teammates sent me a picture it's literally out to here right now he looks like he should be on semi-pro <laughs> swear to god it's it's hilarious and he's wearing a headband he used to wear a headband when he played for me so it's like, oh my God, it's so funny. I love um, Wesley Matthews. I, I, I hope he came to Oklahoma City one year, but we 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 kind of dropped the ball. With he's that. such he's such a good player. Um, yeah. uh, best basketball player of all time. Oh, I, I I grew up. I mean, contrary, I grew up a Magic Johnson fan. Okay, I, Magic doesn't tend to come in. I think Magic's got to be in the discussion a lot because yeah. I think Magic and Bird changed the game. Yeah. Um. And Michael Michael took it to a whole nother level. Yeah, the thing is, what people don't re- remember, and the young ones don't remember, is like when you were growing up, you were either a Celtics or a Laker fan. Yeah. You weren't both. Like I was a Lakers fan, but you were one or the other, and it was each coast, so it was like 
it was like the East Coast versus the West Coast. Yeah. It was like they took it from like here to here, and then Michael yeah. just blew it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, but Michael, Michael. I mean, everybody talked about his game and how athletic he was. I mean, yes, he was by far way more athletic than a lot of people during that era. But he took it more so like shoe games, commercials. Yeah, he was like, everywhere. He was know, pre-social he, media everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So. I I I I equate more that change in the game to to his off the court exploits, yeah. Than, than his on the court exploits, um, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. Um, uh, one thing that helped you become a better coach. Um, listening. Ooh, I like that. Uh, best game you have seen in person. Who I, I will I'll probably go back, and I'm not a very big OSU fan. Uh, obviously, <laughs> yeah. but it was probably OSU. I was in the stadium, OSU, Texas, 2007, Kevin Durant, triple overtime game, Byron Eton, big time over the, over the head shot. Uh, and I think OSU won that game. I believe. Have you watched oh, the stuff, the, the, um, Marbury, uh, thing on Coney Island and yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. Really it was good. really good. And how he, his, his life came basically full circle and how, when he went to China, Mm-hmm. He just kind of everything just kind of worked out, yeah. And the, the relation, the reason I asked is because of his relationship with Kevin Durant. Now yeah. they were friends, and Vita well, everybody in that, in that Maryland area are, are are linked to one another. Him, Bradley Bill, um, I know, you know, um, Michael Beasley. It's such a small world. No. Um, what's your favorite quote? Um, I, I will probably say uh, it was one from. Um, Oh man. I, I sent you one. I, oh, you did. I don't I don't have it in front of me. I thought you remember. That's okay. I can't think you, of it off the top of my head. You look at you have it handy? I'm, yeah, I'm I'm looking it up right now. You look it up and you look it up and I'll give you the <laughs> you next one. Put me on the spot. That's all right. So so that's usually why I try to prep people, but it's okay. So um, oh, as you're I looking it up right here. you got it. Okay, go ahead. Then we'll um, I'll save the last it, one. It's it's for, it's a John Wooden. Um Cool. And it, it, it goes from on like on the court and off the court. Uh, do your best and be your best. That's something that you can control. Um, um, I mean, r- right now in, in today's climate, I mean, you, you you can only control what you can control. You can control the community around you. You control how you are as a human being. And, and you shouldn't allow anybody to really kind of knock you off your perch um if that, that um, what i have found and this is me purely observational is it's been great having all the family time but people need time away yeah yeah <laughs> i mean we have had like arguments in the fa- we never have like we would never have them and there's in their silly stuff because we're so co- we're cooped up it's yeah. like yeah people and, and- and, and I'm more so, too, like this. I mean, and I know it's, I was like, even if a lot of schools go, you know, remote learning, um, there needs to be an aspect of, of some sports for the kids to get into. Because, I mean, I, I look at all of the, you know, the kids that are, don't have privilege. I know. It's like Baltimore. I think Baltimore is doing a very unique. I think it's Baltimore. They're doing virtual, but they're opening the schools for kids that need a place to go. Oh yeah. And, and I, and I think that it's going to yeah. be really interesting because I know here in Oklahoma uh, we're, we're doing, um, I know at my school specifically, the kids that have underlying health issues, they're going to start off virtually and kind of see kind of how we evolve. 
Right. Now we're we're kind of a lucky school because we we only got about three hundred twenty three hundred thirty students in our entire school. Right. So there's ways for us to be able to manage a little bit more. Right. Um, but I know a lot of public schools they're they're trying to figure out. I mean they haven't quite put out a like how they're going to do it. Right. Hey, so so will your if you have kids, will your kids be able to go to that school? Is that part of the deal? Uh yeah yeah. Uh, okay. But I don't I, I don't have any kids right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so that's a long ways off if, yeah, if, yeah. if it wasn't for you if it wasn't for you um um if it wasn't for me signing up for 8 a.m i'll probably still be asleep right now <laughs> that's okay yeah you signed up for it it's like yeah i, I did uh, my, my wife <laughs> i did i didn't assign it i just put them in there because then it get to be honest with you I, I do a bunch of these early just because it gets me moving in the morning yeah yeah i like getting moving up in the oh, morning I, I, I kind of wake up early, but my wife is still asleep. So, like, we, we, we don't have to worry about a kid right now. Now, yeah. I mean, now eventually change. Yeah, years. that's a good thing. Um, yeah. All right. So, any parting words, Coach? Um, just, I mean, if you're, if you're a young coach out there like me, um, just continue to learn and, 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 and do your best to, to um, you know, impart knowledge into your kids. Right. Uh, but also be able to make yourself better. Um, I mean, as coaches, we all got to be 1% better every day. Because right. if we're one percent better, our kids that our kids are. And my advice is too, and I haven't said this in a long time. Yeah. My advice is don't don't be everything to everyone. Yeah. Like what I've told teachers in our building, I said, all I can do is try to look at the people in front of me and try to make them better. I can't yeah. worry about because our school is twenty two hundred. Yeah. I said, yeah. I'm going to try to help my fifteen guys, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm going to. That's going to be my part. And if everyone does that, we'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you can, you can't mentor everybody and then, and don't try to be everything to every, you know, don't, don't be coach Bayheim. Don't be coach Kruger. I mean, be you, pick, you know? yeah. yeah. You can pick whatever you want from people that you emulate, but it's all about how you, you know, do that. You know? Right. So, right. It's about building that philosophy. You're, that's why I always ask what's your coaching philosophy? Cause it's about you building it in your head. I agree. All right. Thank you, coach. Hey everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. If you want to hear more of these, <laughs> go over and uh, join teachhoops.com. A uh, 14-day free trial allows us allows us to do this, and then subscribe, like, jump up and down, do whatever you got to do. Um, tell us how. Tell us what you want to hear in the future. Steve at teachhoops.com. All right, have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.